Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Great Big Owl. What? Great Big Owl. Stop saying that. What about Great Big Owl? It's a family of podcasts. Ooh. Who's in this family? Well, there's Rule of Three. That's us. (laughs) There's Brian and Roger. Hi, Roger. It's Brian. There's the The One Show Show. There's nowhere else you would find a a four or five minute film about Pine Martins. Yes. Without a sight of one Pine Martin at all in the film. There's Barry and Angelos. Uh, Gooch, Goochie, Chooch. Remember that lovely one. And there's Smirchpod. Could you eat first? I think we know. (sighs) Well, I know. I don't know if I'd want to eat Lazenby. Basically, look for Great Big Owl on your pod, what's it? Good idea. Have we got a sting? Owls don't sting. Great Big Owl. John Holmes, it's the The One Show show, and we are live from the 2019 London Podcast Festival. <laughs> this is part two of this week's edition of the podcast that puts TV's The One Show in a headlock and gives the top of its head a good scrub with our knuckles. <laughs> part one of this week's ep dropped yesterday, so if you'd like this part two to make any kind of sense, why not go back and listen to that first? That won't make any sense either, but what do we know about sense? We watch the fucking one show. <laughs> Welcome then and enjoy as I'm joined by Mark Haynes and Feet Lover. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we went back to talk about It Part 2 with James McAvoy. <laughs> oh, you say talk about. This was a, a sort of major failing where both Matt and Alex forgot to ask him the next question. <laughs> and McAvoy just had to do the whole interview to himself. <laughs> and at one stage, yeah, he said, shall I just carry on talking? <laughs> yes, he did. I know, I felt like that until I found my group, my people that made me feel like it was all right to be different, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I really wanted to be a part of that. Um, but th- I'll keep talking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that conversation. <laughs> Second rule of an interview show, don't have a horror star on and then say, I'm not watching the film, I do not get on with horror. <laughs> so, I've not watched it. Said, I was thinking, is it because it's a horror or is it because it's a film you're supposed to watch for the one show? <laughs> no, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, did he, and then he's asked this question before of a guest, when he said, did, did it freak you out on set? Was it scary on set? No, well, that's just a classic no no, isn't it? I mean, yeah. they're actors, they're actors, yeah, Matt. I mean, and James McAvoy just went, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> Matt also said, he said, here's the bits I've seen, and they had a 20-second little clip of it. 
And then oh, that, that came back, he, and he looked actually nervous while he was on. So when they cut back, he was going. <laughs> and then they cut back, and he went, um, wow. And he said, and what a character you play. How would you know? <laughs> <laughs> Liar. Go on. Um, do you know what? He didn't once, and no one did it this week. Nobody at any point said, what was it like, right? <laughs> now, we were talking earlier about this being the single most dull week of one show shows. What's it called? It's less than that, isn't it? That's our one. <laughs> That's also dull. But one show, it's been a really, really bland week, and it's been so, so... And all I can think is, have they actually gone, they're doing a show at the end of this week, right? They're the only people who watch it. Shall we try and balls up their show? Because, because nobody has said, what, what is it like at the end of something? Not one. They do it five times an episode normally. Not once. I was fully expecting to turn up here tonight to find nobody here because Matt had bought all the fucking tickets. <laughs> and that was going to be that. He, does, he looks a bit scared at the moment, doesn't he? Yeah. I think you have. I, f I think you have properly... We've affected him. Yes, I think you have. Worth saying, I thought about what was the next film that came after that? It was a film about people who had donated their time to reach out and help the survivors of Grenfell. Yeah. What are we going to do with that? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, turn it off, turn it off. No, 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 no. Let's talk about Nick Knowles no. instead. Right? Yes. Um, Another national tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we talk about uh, Nick Knowles on the one show uh, this week, let's, let's Remind ourselves, to be fair to him, yeah, who, who is Nick Knowles? Who is Nick Knowles? Well, he's one of the greatest singers of a generation. Oh. <laughs> and his, his words have the power to stop war. making the whole world blind. <laughs> when I uh, googled to find that video, the first thing that came up was a story that in January, Nick Knowles had an emergency operation and had to wear an eye patch. <laughs> 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 to stop war. 
Uh, I found out in June 2019, Nick Knowles was issued with a six-month driving ban and fined £1,480 for speeding and using a mobile phone while driving. Now, that would mean he's halfway through that six-month ban. So if any of the next three months, if you see Nick Knowles in a car, grass him up to the pillar. <laughs> and he will get a custodial sentence. <laughs> Which, which is the same as going to Blackburn, which is what he was doing. Uh, what did you make of this? This was a DIY project for children in need. Yes, uh, so it's, uh, it's just an opportunity for Matt to emote some more, isn't it, a, a, a film like that. But I was a bit intrigued at the end because uh, I always assumed that there was just a conceit involved in DIY SOS that they would always get it finished on time. But mm. there seems to be a quite real possibility because they asked if 40 builders could turn up, not even bother to get in touch and email yeah. first, which is very un-BBC. Yeah. I mean, I've never heard, I've never heard of a programme where you literally say, come on in, you pay the licence fee. Uh, so I, I'm not sure that this has a happy ending. I, I think you're right. And you could tell because he was with his DIY SOS squad. Um, and they, they, were doing fake, they were doing fake reading, weren't they? But you know yes. when he came across to them, they were all doing fake reading and they all just suddenly put their yeah. thing down. And, yeah. and again, that's, a, that's too much of a conceit. They're not actors. No. I mean, I'm not surprised they need 40 builders if they're all just standing but they, around. You're right there. They seem <laughs> genuinely concerned. And it's like Nick Knowles um, didn't know what they were going to say at all. He thought they were all sort of on the same side, but they were genuinely worried that this project wasn't going to work and all children would die. Yes. <laughs> um, and, um, well, it's... it's um, well, let's, I mean, we've got a clip of it for a start. So, so I think, it, well, what I want to say is it's worth, and like, this won't work for podcast listeners, but it's worth checking out the desperation on the, the man on the right's face as he, as he sort of reiterates to Nick Knowles that there's a problem. For hotels around here. But the thing is, guys, we are DIY so Are we downhearted? Yes. yes. Very yeah, much. We yes, we are. 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 No, seriously. Fun's over. We're really, we're yeah. really downhearted about Look, this. They're renovating a yeah. church hall for homeless youth. So if it doesn't get finished, you know, they're no worse off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're very mean. I'm a realist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, can 40 builders turn up? Live in the real world. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right though, because Nick can solve this. It's not going to be a problem. Um, he can solve. He's got in this. The world divided. <laughs> it's driven by greed. Where the poor misguided deliver us children in the <laughs> it's like it Deliver us children, children in need. Yeah, yeah. Spooky. They were all blind. What kind of bloody standard of builders <laughs> like going to turn up? If you're out of work and you don't have a building project to work on, you're not the type of builder who should be building. <laughs> are you? Can I just say as well, there was a little bit where Matt threw out to a, a thing about a Terry Wogan Award earlier in the week. Oh, yeah. And it was all tied in with children in need. And he said, at some point, he said, you have been an inspiration, It was a weird way of doing it. And as it went on, the Alex Scott gave the Children in Need address, and she said, so it's Children in Need, uh, forward slash, giving, forward slash, Pugsy. Pugsy. <laughs> Pugsy. Pugsy Bear. And again, everyone's just like, that'll fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then with 50 seconds to go before the end of the programme, um, I would say James McAvoy put Matt... 
very much ill at ease. Very much so. He was talking about a Scottish director. <gasps> yeah. Mm. Yep. Who, who'd visited his school, James McAvoy's school, when he was young. Uh, and James had asked him for work experience. And then six month le months later, the director... Uh, well, I, I'll, let, I'll, let James, I'll let James tell us. Six months later, he's making this really dark film about the underside of the Scottish pornography scene. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, They moved on pretty quick. <laughs> but also, Matt was in a very, very comfortable kind of laid-back sofa position when James started, and this is exactly what he did. So you be James mm. and say what he said about the type of uh, film. Well, the, uh, the director was making a film about the uh, dark underbelly of the Scottish. <laughs> 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 Right, we need to move on. Time is getting on. Wednesday's episode, now this was Matt and Mel Gidroyk was on, uh, co-presenting. She's done it before. Yeah, they always do a sketch when Mel is on, don't they? Oh yeah. Someone is, someone is very much got her confused with French and Saunders. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she's done a sketch since about 1995 when yeah. they were at Edinburgh. But every time she's on, they're like, well, we better get a sketch ready. Yeah. Do we have any sketch writers? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Matt got to do a bit of business, a bit of acting. Uh, a bit of acting for Matt. He likes a bit of acting. So this was, uh, they had, uh, they were talking about the, the, the stage adaptation of Big, the Tom Hanks film that's coming to London. And they'd done a setup where they got the Zoltar machine from the film, if you've seen the film, uh, that, that sort of brings your wishes, wishes come true stuff. And it's called Zoltar. We know that's called Zoltar. He had it written on the front, Zoltar. <laughs> Yeah, and then Matt just said it wrong. Uh, uh, like this. Ooh. Bit of atmosphere. And turns a little boy into Tom Hanks. Uh, shall, shall, shall we try it? Yeah. Uh, Zolta, we, we'd like some guests to talk to tonight. What have you got for us? Well, um, that, I, was, I, was writing, I was just writing Zolta down, as he said it. And then I looked up to where the director and the cameraman heard were clearly pissed. <laughs> Did you notice the, the, the crash, the horror-style crash zoom into Mel's face? No. OK. Remind me. I will. Very excitingly. Look who's arrived in our studio. Oh, yes. This, my friends, is Zoltar. Fans of the classic film Big will recognise that name. It's the spooky, magical machine that grants wishes to those who ask. Ooh. Bit of atmosphere and turns a little boy into Tom Hanks. Shall, shall, shall we try it? Yeah. Uh, Zolta, we, we'd like some guests to talk to tonight. What have you got for us? Your wish is granted. I foresee Kimberly Walsh and Matthew Kelly bringing quits. <laughs> Show Big the Musical. Very good, very good. And then further into the future, the sweet melodious music from the Lumineers. <laughs> oh, this guy. Hang on a minute. Wow, Zoltar, he's good, isn't he? It's not plugged in. It's not plugged in. <laughs> 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 he's acting so 
hard in that bit, going, I've got to do a move, I've got to do a face, I've got lines. <laughs> the line he delivers is, it's not plugged in. What are our guests but now? <laughs> what are our guests but now? <laughs> oh, so uh, Hello and welcome to the musical podcast. I'm Kiri. And I'm Jade. And I'm Dave. Dave's on keys. But we don't play that too much because otherwise we'll have to pay some people rights money. Yeah. Uh, we do a live show where comedians come and sing their favourite musical theatre songs in front of a live audience. This podcast is us bringing that person inside of a building. <laughs> welcome to Just a Minute with Jade Adams. <laughs> I panicked. Enjoy. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And then they pull away the curtain to reveal Paul O'Grady on the green sofa. Yay. Uh, yeah, he's been doing the voice. He was, he was really funny. And oddly, the room gave him nothing on this. Like the crowd, it was almost like the, the team had been told not to sort of enjoy what he was saying. And he was, yeah. he was peppering it with some really funny stuff. I don't get up, I, I get exhumed what? and stuff. Dead. Dead. Absolutely dead. Yeah. 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 See anyone fucking laugh, you've lost, lost your fucking job. After my good parents crack. <laughs> <laughs> laugh at this man, you're gone. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, the, one of those weird one show things where they, they, they didn't, they don't know their audience, you know, because the mm. people watching the one show, you know, in their in their council flats or whatever it might be. Um, John. Well, they do. <laughs> it's in their hospice. <laughs> <laughs> Run by the council. <laughs> so Paul O'Grady started banging on about um, about climbing trees. Got a picture of Paul O'Grady up a tree for some reason, uh, and then he started banging on about um, uh, uh, climbing trees because he said, "I've got a tree in my woods. A tree. I've got a tree in my woods." My Matt woods. perked up because he's got a fucking farm. <laughs> oh, he loved that. Yeah. Oh, I've got a tree in my woods. And then he, then he did it again, though. He did it again. when There was a film about scooters. Yeah, electric scooters. Electric scooters, which was fucking dumb. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. Awful. I Appalling. Mean, I learned nothing. Just, yes. I mean, I just wrote off-the-shelf shit film. For that. <laughs> <laughs> 
sort of sums it up. Um, the um, yeah, so Paul O'Grady was, was talking about um, Drive, where you could legally where you could legally ride, ride. your scooter, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. And then then he said this just to alienate the whole show from its audience even further. Would you see yourself on one of no. those, Paul? No, no, not God, even. No. no, I wouldn't last five minutes, mate. I'd be an A and A. I mean, I suppose it, you know, in your own grounds or your garden or whatever. Or <laughs> down, He's got a show where he goes to Great Ormond Street, doesn't he? And he yeah. gets inspirational little kids. Yeah. And again, do you see a pattern here of show filler items that are difficult for us to criticise and not look like complete pricks? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Get Paul O'Grady and he's doing something about, oh, let's do something about kittens that are sick. Let's, <laughs> let's see them make an audience laugh with that shit. Yeah. Well, have. again, I've got some... Uh, <laughs> Was it the, off the back of the, the film about the very ill children? Yes, were which kids. we're not going to laugh at. Absolutely not, no. Um, but we <laughs> are. from him. He's in a world of his own. <laughs> but we are, we are going to take issue with, with Matt's um, uh, comment afterwards. Uh, laughter is the best medicine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not. Well, after, after Brexit, right, uh, that's all the diabetic kids will have. <laughs> Um, Let's. We should watch a little clip. One of the kids in this. One of the kids in this. <laughs> come out after watching four minutes of terminally ill children, and your takeaway being laughter. <laughs> Every single person in that in that film devastated by grief. Yeah. Cheer up, love. I've got a joke about tantrums and parents. <laughs> this um, time, everyone's gonna laugh. Um, the, 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 there was a little kid in this film who sent a message to Paul O'Grady. Right? And this little kid, Fazil his name was, and he was brilliant. Mm. Right? He, was, he was better than any one show presenter there's ever been. <laughs> hey, Paula Grady, it's Fazil Rafan. You probably remember me from season one of Paula Grady's Little Heroes. I just wanted to say, first of all, I'm so excited for season two. And secondly, a tremendous thank you for being one of my biggest inspirations. We left off last time at me doing a switch to my primary school. Now I'm in secondary school and have done another presentation to my whole tutor group. I'd really love to meet you again sometime and I hope season two is even better than the first one. Thanks again from me and my whole family. Bye. What a brilliant little Fucking kid. Great. Absolutely great. amazing. And he, he also did the triumvirate, which is a closed set, Walk and talk and moving car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Oh. Nailed it. Uh, can we talk about very quickly about the the the, the most b boring film this week? The the fires in the Pennines. Well, what what is there to say? <laughs> so I'm really sorry. I did. I skipped through quite a bit of it. I picked it. I picked it up in middle. Oh, you missed nothing. Yeah. Well, I suspected that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me guess. Uh, there were some fires. Yes. It was difficult to put them out. Some wildlife died. They Correct. put them out. Yeah. Some wildlife has come back. Yeah. Hurrah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you need to ask them if you can do some films now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, just now I've changed my tone. Fair play to her. She nailed the pen on fires one. <laughs> just the... Just the... Um, <laughs> Just the, the joy of, of showing a Pennine fire film to Matthew Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> so where else would you get this stuff? Yeah. Uh, it's just such a weird thing. Matthew Kelly, mm. uh, who is in Big, which was the sort of point of the point yeah. of him being on the sofa. Um, he, Matthew, 
you saw him at the beginning there, just to, we, you know, when we showed a picture there. But it, it, did you see him on the sofa? Matthew Kelly, I'm going to say it now, looks fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say he looks different, but the thing is, he doesn't look just different from Matthew Kelly. He looks different from all of you. <laughs> he's, he's, you know, like if, if Santa Claus was on Queer Eye for the Straight <laughs> that would be the end of the day yeah, yeah. What, what you don't get in that picture is that picture is effectively the size he was on television. <laughs> Normal people, hands like discus. Yes. And at one point, straight down on, on Kimberly Walsh's leg. You know, oh. and you sort of go, God, the size of his hand. It's like a, a plate that you put a turkey on. <laughs> Christmas, constantly coming back to Christmas. <laughs> there was a great bit in that Pennine film as well, where they're, they're trying to rescue creatures from a swamp. And there was a bit where they sort of scooped a newt out yeah. and save it from the fire that's a year old. Yeah. Um, and he just sort of said, do you know what I've got in my net? It's a sort of amphibious looking thing that's, <laughs> that's all slimy. And I thought, they've got Matthew Kelly. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, very odd. Um, let's go to Thursday, because we've got, we got, uh, we got sort of 10 minutes left. Um, uh, because I, Thursday is very, very important indeed, because there was a lot of things going on with accents. Mm. in Thursday's episode. So it opened, Fee, where um, Mel put on a very weird voice. And Matt had to do another bit of acting when he, he, sort, of, um, he sort of had to, had to ask her why. Uh, let me just find the clip. Uh, here we go. Hello and welcome to Thursday's One Show with Matthew Baker. And Mel Gedroyce, why are you talking like that? Well, didn't you read the paper today? <laughs> Apparently, OK, a quarter of people in the capital have changed their accents to get ahead at work. I see. Have you? Yeah. have you ever done that, Matthew? <laughs> have you ever done Not that? Not intentionally. I don't think so. Anyway, I... I wonder, um... I wonder Matt. Let's have a little look at Matt's first time <laughs> on telly and see. Have a look at this. <laughs> Please, reveal yourself to the nation. All right, there. My name's Matt Baker. <laughs> <laughs> on Blue Peter, it looked exactly the same, exactly the same presenting style. Yeah. Nothing had changed. But then uh, they came back to the studio. Now I don't know what spirit of a racist. I'm getting that's, a lot of WhatsApps. Your, and yeah, I presume they're from people in this room going, "Great job, guys." <laughs> <laughs> there was a bit where they came back to the studio, and Matt appeared to have been possessed by the spirit of a long dead racist. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he says he can't do accents, <coughs> right? But then he did racist Chinese three times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have an explanation for it. Do you, do you, bugger the explanation, do you have a sound clip yes, on it? Do. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> have a listen to this. Yes, Matt. We well, are, you see. <laughs> Not much has changed. <laughs> 20 odd years on. Good, oh. good teeth. I was going to say, very good teeth. <laughs> have you yeah. had them shaved? I haven't had anything shaved? good at all. D d is that a thing, I shaving teeth? I have no teeth? idea. No, definitely not with my teeth, anyway. <laughs> Very I'd, strong. I'd, I'd, if I would, I should have got that straightened out. If I had. No, they're that, great. They're great teeth. They love them. Oh. <laughs> anyway, shall we see if our guests have been affected by a trip to the capital? Tonight we'll be joined by the Queen of oh. the Jungle and the King of the <laughs> And in case you missed it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way 
way you said he was possessed by the, the ghost of a racist rather than the ghost of a Chinese man because the Chinese man would have made you racist. <laughs> when you said it's the ghost of a racist, you've put an imaginary barrier between the two things. And there's a barrier. It is imaginary. It's the same thing. <coughs> but, oh, yeah. So uh, there's a... There's a <laughs> So we went from there to the theft of cash machines in Northern Ireland. Oh. <laughs> did you, did, did no, you skip through this one? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I was watching them in a bit of a block by this stage. Yeah. So I'm afraid. Well, everyone zones out. That's fair to say. It's yeah. worth yes. saying they went to a little Irish town where they have these ATMs and there's a spate of people coming along in stolen diggers and smashing the ATMs out of these rural buildings and dropping them into through the roof of their own van and driving them away. And it Clever. was fucking brilliant. It was the most exciting thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it was so cool. It's like smash, smash, boom, steal, gone, thrilling. And they went to a town and it was called Dumb Giving. And nobody made a joke about it. Not one. But they showed this. And the film itself was not... I mean, what is that film? You know, it's got to be a sort of certain amount of this is to educate you, yep. you know, and, and, and you'll learn something. The, the takeaway from that film was, if you own a massive crane, make sure it's properly secured, <laughs> right? That is minority public information, right? <laughs> Hugely. But even at the end of it, Matt uh, and Mel, um, they, they felt they had to back reference, so they just pulled something, a, what I call a stock back reference out and then moved on. Uh, very quickly indeed. They just simply weren't interested. I don't know, just remarkable to see that. Yeah. Unbelievable. Amazing. Uh, right, Mira, we're not <laughs> the reason you're here this evening. <laughs> Didn't give a toss. Um, Mira Sayal was a guest on this as yes. well. Yeah. Uh, you're frightened of Mira Sayal. I'm terrified of Mira Sayal. <laughs> Absolutely terrified yeah. of her. Yeah. Did, did she scare you from the sofa? Yes, she can scare me at a hundred paces. Yep, just the mere reference of her now is is making my heartbeat increase a little bit. <laughs> well, she got she did she did scare Matt because she got political, uh -huh. right? Which is what the one the one show doesn't like any of that. It was a bit you know it's been a bit of a political week as we know in bit. Great Britain. Um, but Mira wanted to touch on it, but Matt shut it right down. And actually, wow. it's the perfect play for now because yeah. goodness knows we need a bit of a laugh. Absolutely, uh, and. Isn't our life just looking like a bit of a farce right now? At least this one, this one only ends after two hours. I don't know, maybe we should invite Boris along. He might pick up some tips. But anyway... Um, well, noise is off, opens at the... Uh, it is. In London on the 27th Because this, this week's episode was so bad, and because it seemed like, you know, when the one show is on, you forget that anything else is happening in the world. <laughs> because you're asleep. And <laughs> because it's so busy, you think, well, they want to be a mirror to modern Britain. But people in the future are going to look back on this and go, so what was it like being alive? And you'd watch this and go, what was it like? Did nobody know? <laughs> <laughs> Did nobody know that there was all this stuff going on? And uh, as I was watching it, and this happens a lot with the one show, you begin sort of thinking about other things that are more interesting. And I was thinking, I wonder what was on telly when 9-11 happened? Because obviously, when it happened, it wasn't sort of on the news. So I had a look. And uh, because of the time difference, so the, the uh, American Airlines Flight 11, when that hit the North Tower... Um, over here, you would have been watching Neighbours at 1.45. Um, the episode summary was, Drew finds it hard to relax. <laughs> ITV1 transmitted Crossroads until they all began going, this is a huge story. 
and then they cut Crossroads. Yep, yeah, it was on part one. It was the, the reboot. Um, and the, they never they, they never put out part two of Crossroads. And I only know that because I found on a forum, someone said, this is Face of Jack. This is their re recollection of 9-11. I was watching Crossroads on ITV. And in the ad break, I went to my kitchen. When I came back, it was showing the devastation. I thought my cat must have sat on the remote control. So I kept switching channels. It was on all of them. I, they never did show the second half of Crossroads, <laughs> but I was so in shock, I didn't mind. <laughs> yeah. Jazz 84 oh. said, actually they did, the repeat, and that day's no, CITV no, make it got stop. bumped onto no. ITV too. <laughs> make it stop. I mean, that is hard hitting, you know, 9-11 was, was, um, was pretty <laughs> devastating, and the one, show, the one show aren't afraid to tackle um, to tackle big questions, because Mel jumped right in. Can I ask you, gang, all of you, what's your favourite kitchen utensil? <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll go um, straight up, good old-fashioned wooden spoon. <laughs> nice. <laughs> wooden spoon, yeah. nice. Potato ricer. I'd never heard Ooh. of one of these until I went on the show. Oh, to, to, to make really smooth. So yeah, so exactly. That was my response when I was talking about this. Thing you've never heard. Well, yeah. I know. I know. And I love it. I love Mira. the potato ricer. I love a sieve, mate. Do you? I do. Metal or plastic, Mira? Oh, uh, it depends on what you're sieving. Ah. Yeah. Oh, There's something really satisfying about... Is that action, isn't it? It's that. And you get... Very I love a pair of tongs in the kitchen. Oh, they are. Oh, yeah. you start yeah. with tongs. You can't, I can't do a meal without them now. Matt loves a pair of tongs in the kitchen. Well, don't we all? I mean, that's... <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, what? That went on and on and oh, on, God, didn't it? Did it? I mean, that's just, just a bit of it. They talked about melon ballers and all sorts of things. I know. <laughs> but everybody was waiting for somebody to cut through with a killer end of, yeah. this is the utensil, this is the gag or something, yeah. and it just never... I mean, they're probably still there. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, brilliantly, just as a bookend of the whole thing, they then cut to a film about a child vegans. Oh. The final film. Amazing. Where they got... A, and a mum, a mum was just saying, I don't know what... To, I cook my kids, all I've got, I've got spaghetti, and I put... Um, Tomato sauce and mayonnaise in it, and that's what they eat every day. Yeah. The problem was, she wasn't like, oh, I can't think of any vegan things. She literally could not cook. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they're vegan. She could not cook. There was nothing they could have. And then a man came up at the end and went, some biscuits are accidentally vegan. Bye! Yeah. <laughs> she was going on about it, and she was just saying, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to, to, to do it. So, oh, so the one show, bring in a vegan, a trendy vegan chef, and he cooks them a meal uh, out of tofu, and he all the vegan shit. And he, and, he, and he cooks this in front of them, and the mum's going, this is amazing. And he's just going, well, you just go to the supermarket, you yeah. buy this. Go, go, go to the freeform section, That's right. you get yeah. it all. Yeah. And they would like chocolate. He went, yeah, you get, you get that there. Yeah. And they were very keen on, you know, this, and she's, she's a single mum, and she's, she's got this pasta, and, you know, she's, that's all she's cooking. And then she just said, well, I just go down the wrong aisle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like at your fucking wedding. <laughs> <laughs> with hope in their heart and a spring in their step. Well, and then, brilliantly, brilliant, to round it all off, what did he cook them? A vegan Chinese takeaway. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that seems like a good place to stop. That is it. This was The The One Show Show, live at the 2019 
London Podcast Festival, thanks to the festival organisers, thanks to the crew, thanks to the staff and of course the audience who mistakenly wandered in thinking I was George the Poet or Adam Buxton. <laughs> Please tell your friends about this podcast, rate and review The The One Show Show on iTunes because that helps us out. But while you're remembering that, also remember this and remember it well. When you look at the television to look at The One Show, The One Show also looks back into you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> You heard of Great Big Owl? Yes, they make this podcast. Yeah, but not just this podcast. You're shitting me. Name some others. Well, there's Trolled. We had Luciana Berger and Gary Lineker coming on. Oh, yeah, and there's Crime Club. You get done for that. Yeah. There's The Fear. It's a kid's show. They really, really scared me. There's Always There. Thanks very much, because I would never have gone oh. down Howard's way oh. had you not asked me. There's Friends with Friends. Shoving a funnel in Joey's mouth and Rachel pours fat yeah. down. And there's Ask the Nincompoops. Kids ask us the questions they want answered. That's for kids we shouldn't have sworn earlier. Bollocks. Quick, play the sting. Great big owl. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.